everyone and welcome to this edition of Chaos Collective Radio on KCUM 89.3 FM Lincoln and KCUM HD. My name is Dinora Garcia and I'm so happy to be with you today and to be part of Chaos Collective Radio, which is a program created to highlight the great work done by many of Lincoln's nonprofits who are members of Chaos Collective. You can learn more about Chaos Collective and how we help our members better serve the community by visiting our website at www.chaoscollectivelincoln.org. Also, be able to sign up for our free co- Just get there and click the button on the top right of our homepage. Today, we will have a great conversation with Kelly Lauer. She is Executive Director of the White Cane Foundation. Kelly, I'm so excited that you are here. Well, thank you. I'm honored to be here. Please tell us about the White Cane Foundation. How did you guys start this mission and how is this about? Well, thank you. First of all, I'd like to thank for this opportunity, Cause Collective and KZUM. Very much appreciated. So in 2019, my husband and I founded the White Cane Foundation. And there was a little trip involved beforehand, and we there was a organization called the Little Bit Foundation in St. Louis. They were giving brand new outfits to children, two brand new, new outfits in the underserved schools in St. Louis, and we were asked to make a donation to that. And I had my both of us had been gone on this trip. They wouldn't take any money from us, and they said make this comfortable contribution and I went upstairs and I came downstairs in 10 minutes and I said oh we've got to go see about this this wonderful organization met the executive director and co-founder we came back to Lincoln and pretty much a two-month period started the, the White King Foundation and what we do here in Lincoln Nebraska is we gift out brand new clothing items complete outfits one top when it here's how we started one top one bottom a brand new pair of tennis shoes two pairs of underwear and socks and a light coat if needed and we also package hygiene items to go in each package and what we do is we started with one school so we had this idea and we went we went to Belmont and this was early 2019 thinking it's really going to take us a couple years to get this going. So we met with the principal and the, uh, her name was Kim Rosenthal, is Kim, Kim Rosenthal and Nola Bennett, the executive director of the Community Learning Center Schools. And they are Title I schools where at least 70 to 80% of the families live at or below the poverty level. And our we presented this thinking, you know, it'll take a bit. And within the meeting, we were up and running. And so we started in the fall of 2019. And we we started in there and what our what our goal is is to have the schools identify the children because they know their student population and they would and we are a weekly presence, so the we have a liaison that we work with, and she identifies the children along with the staff and anybody involved in the school. And parents are starting to know about us, and so they'll call the school as well. And so we 
get the information. We package everything in a, what we call a bundle of joy package. It all goes together. And so we, we're at the point now where we're giving two brand new outfits. So what we do is we have four pants, four tops, two pairs of tennis shoes, and we lay them out. The kids come in and they get to select. So they have a little shopping experience. They pick their clothes. Usually they're very honest about what they like and don't like. And they go into a privacy tent that they change into their outfit. And then they come out and then they stand in front of a full length mirror. And that's when the magic happens, the joy. And so many stories. We, we're, we actually see a lot of siblings now. And when we have siblings, we want them all to come together. So not only are they getting that one-on-one -on -one experience for themselves, but they get to do it with their, their brothers and sisters, which is really cool. That is so awesome. You know, just um, getting into school is not just It involves too many things and connect too many things. You know, have your tummy, you know, full and exactly. be ready and have the, all the um, emotion and, and courage to learn. But it's also, you know, or the clothes, you know, if, if, if for kiddos feel cold or it's too hot, they have still like winter shoes or, or they, they sometimes it's so difficult for parents to have, um, you know, enough just to, to pay rent or doing the basics. And this can help a lot because it's going to be my clothes is not my brother. <laughs> so I can tell that they change completely the experience about being a school too. So please, do you have any like um, stories about how the kids say, oh, look, I'm, it's my new me? <laughs> you know, absolutely. I've done it so many times and there's so many different experiences transforming. I've never had anything that was just mine. I've never had anything that matched. What I, I get to take this home and it's mine and it fits and it just, it transforms them. I think the most impactful for me, you know, you start and you think this is going to be an individual experience for a child. When I work with the siblings and we've had up to four or five siblings that are in one school and if they're all together, they are so excited for each other. They'll wait, they'll have their clothes on and then they'll wait and then they will like wait and for them to come out and they'll hug each other and they'll run around in their brand new tennis shoes. And some of these kids have never had anything brand new that fit. They'll be wearing hand-me-downs that are too small or too big. And to see everybody actually in the family have that experience on the same day is, is actually humbling. I know one of the first experiences we had four and there was four children. The older boy was at the end and he started to walk out and he turned around and he's like, I can't tell you how excited I am to see my mom's face when we all walk in with all these clothes and I just know she's going to be so happy. And that really stuck with me because these families are sometimes having to make choice between rent or clothes or And Lincoln hides its poverty well. And so some of these kids might have some clothes, but they also are struggling in other areas. And the jobs that parents have to do in order to make men's ends meet, it's just, 
it's it's something that if we can help a little bit, because don't we all feel good when we have a brand new set of clothes? We do better. And so the one and only job that these kids have right now is to get an education. And that process is only accelerated if you can walk in and be proud and feel good about yourself. So that's where it started. And that's where it's, how can you go back when you see that? Of course, and it's, it's a lot about, uh, we are not doing just something for, you know, a little kid. We are working around everybody, you know, mm-hmm. just, um, I can imagine this kiddo getting to the classroom and that teacher, hey, you, and also, you know, mom, you know, parents feel a little relief for that side, you know, taking a little out. And sometimes um, we, we, we feel the things that we have as a granted like just uh, clothes or shoes but uh, it can be for real you know is 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 it's a miracle sometimes in these in in these um, years with the economics that we have um, you know have a new pair of shoes and that is wonderful so how Kelly, how you guys get connected with the community? You are telling me that you get, uh, you work with the schools, and uh, but I'm very sure this to be able to do all this miracle, you have to have these connections in the community and work together. Well, actually, we just we started with one school, and it was before COVID closed us down. And we're very lucky that we got in before COVID closed us down because I don't think it, it probably would have been 2022 by the time schools started to have a little relief from the clothes down and every all the things. Uh, it, time is a big deal. And so, but we were able to continue during COVID. So we started at Belmont. We took on Lakeview. We're in 12 schools now. Wow. And we started in 2019 with one school. During the COVID, we took two. After the schools opened back up, we had two more. So we were in Nord Park and Clinton. And then we expanded to Prescott and to Everett and McPhee. And that's where we were last year at this time. So that's seven schools. I will back up a little bit. We did win some money through the Union Bank Big Give, which was very, the Lincoln voted on it. And we were one of the 10 nonprofits that was awarded at that $100,000. And we said that if we got this money, we would buy a mobile unit to some of the schools don't have enough room. And that's part of the expansion process is we need to be able to get into these schools. And or we also have a lot of going back and forth. It's one thing to have one or two schools and go back and give different sizes. However, as we're growing, we needed to have more space with more inventory. So we, we got this truck. And then we also said that we would get into five more schools. So this year, we this past year, since the beginning of January, we have added West Lincoln, Hartley, and our brand new schools. This, this actual 2023-24 school year is Huntington, Saratoga and Elliott School. So that's 12 out of the Community Learning Center has 18 schools. We are in two thirds of them. And that is phenomenal growth. And that doesn't, you were asking where all this come from. It actually comes from so many different places and it's word of mouth. Principals don't say no to us anymore. You know, they never have actually when I say anymore. Then it's, it's always, 
well, we'll see if we have space, that kind of thing. But once the principals start talking amongst themselves, I mean, we can't keep up with the demand. And so at some point, we just need to keep growing, and we are. And um, it's, it's so humbling that it has taken such a short period of time. And sometimes I step back and think, 2019, I thought if we were in one or two schools, we'd be doing really good. And, you know, it gets to a point where how do you how do you not say no? And so when we talk to people, people want to get on board. We have so many volunteers. We have a lot of volunteer ex-administrators, um, ex-principals, ex-school teachers. And they're so good with kids and they get to see the joy in their face. They get to experience right being right with their with that child in that moment and when you see that and you see the difference these kids sometimes walk in and they're afraid they what are we doing and by the then they see all the selections and then they get excited and their eyes light up and they walk out the door a different child and and you're right they do they run to their classes and they show off their clothes and and this is elementary schools the the stigma isn't quite there, but eventually there's 40, 40 elementary schools, and not all of them are Title I schools, but there's a percentage of population that still lives at or below the pop- poverty level. So say it's 25%. That's still one in four children, and that's not acceptable for them to feel that. And so the sky's the limit. I mean, there's a lot of schools in Lincoln. That's right. And this is a huge, huge, huge um, mission that you guys have and, you know, giving a little a little bit of, you know, a joy, you know, to, to families and kids. But you also working with, with volunteers and we, I'm very sure there's people getting excited right now, listeners. And <laughs> so I want you to tell me about how they can contact you and be uh, volunteers also we have people who is probably they don't have the time but they have their treasure and they want to help a little bit and another ways i know that you have a surprise for us for us you have a coming event too so please first tell us about how can we contact you and how we can help yeah we have a website it's the white foundation.org and there's many information uh, much information just scroll through you'll see uh, lot of different news you'll see the board of directors you'll see our story and how we got involved and but yes we do have an event coming up it's thursday september 21st it will be our second annual lover of the light event and that's based on part of the story of how it became the white cane foundation but we call it the lover of the light event and because of covid we really haven't had too many fundraising events So Lincoln is starting to get to know us. So we had one last year, and this year it's going to be at the Apothecary downtown. And it's 5.30 to 8 o'clock. And we'll have appetizers and, you know, drinks. We'll have a program, and we've got some live auction and silent auction items. And we'll also tell the story. We have Union Bank as a presenting sponsor for us this year. And last year we had uh, a woman who sponsored the event and she knew how it felt to grow up 
with not having all the best outfits and new outfits. And so she spoke about that. And this year we have an actual principal of one of the schools that we're in that identifies with these kids. So it will bring it full circle. And we've got these adults that have gone out in the world and discovered who they are. And that's what these kids are in school for is to have an education and discover who they are because kids are our future. And so we're very proud of this event. So you can go on the website and get tickets that way. And there's always, you can contact me at klauer at thewhitecanefoundation.org for any questions that you would have. So definitely, definitely is so excited what, what you are doing. What do you tell the people? Sometimes, you know, we so we have we are part of these generations when they say, "Well, you're gonna use what we have, and and, uh, and you don't need more more stuff." Or, or well, you are is is so you know the clothes is nothing. Um, what do you what do you want to tell people about um, the organization and this mission? Uh, what do you want them to know that how important you? You have too many um, stories and how this changed your, your view too, because we learn. When we surf, we learn. Right. I would say to everybody that whenever we feel good about ourselves, we do better. And we don't do better every day, but we get, discover more about ourselves. And that allows us for the next day to build on that. And these kids are just figuring out who they are right now. And so if we can give them a step up and a s actual skip in their step, because that's how they leave our space. And by the way, we get give them two different sizings a year because kids grow and seasons change. So that's up to four outfits per year for all of these kids that are identified by the schools. And so that is one of those things. I'll give you a brief story. Uh, this one gal happened to get an award and she was talking to her teacher a couple months later. They were going through the they were going through the process of everything and she said, Look, that's me. And she's like, Yeah, that's when you got your award. And she's like, No, that's me in my new outfit. Which brings me to a lot of people ask, why do you call it the White Cane Foundation? And that's a family story. I'm a mom and I had, we had four boys. My husband and I had four boys and we raised them to be independent and they all took us up on it and moved away to four different states. So I'm not gonna lie, there was a point in my life where, okay, what am I gonna do now? Because I don't get to see them every day. They came home, we have this, Christmas Eve experience and I said, okay, I'm tired of not, not knowing what you guys are doing. So tell me your highs, your lows. Why is it that, um, or what is it that you want to do in the next year? My husband was like, yeah, that's going to go over big. <laughs> <laughs> and actually it did. They, they spoke up and they laughed and they, there was tears and they actually said things out loud. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do this every year. So the next year I happened to be just surfing around on um, music videos. Lover of the Light by Mumford and Sons. This uh, video featured Idris Elba. So as I'm watching it, there's this man that wakes up in the morning. He goes downstairs. He's comfortable. He's making breakfast, talking to himself or who is ever in the room because you only see him. And he ends up going 
upstairs, gets ready, signs his shoes, goes downstairs, and he stops at the door, and he picks up a white cane. And it took me a couple times to actually see that. Second time, I realized he's blind. But he puts the white cane down, and he opens the door, goes out into the world, and me being mom, I saw, aren't we all safe in our homes? We're comfortable, and we should be. But do we really know the potential of what we can do? No, because we haven't pushed ourselves. And that's part of life, to stumble, to fall, to feel exhilarated. And so I said, we're going to get a white cane. This is in 2012. And the boys, every boy takes, and and now it's daughter-in-laws and grandchildren someday, but they take the white cane home once a year. They put it by the door. And it's a reminder when they go out the door, what can I do today? What's my potential? And that's, that's why we call it the White King Foundation, which brings us full circle because that's what we want these students to do. Their job right now is to get an education, figure out who they are, and go out into the world to be their very best. That is wonderful. That is amazing. Hey, you who are listening, you have opportunity to help. Yes, if you're feeling right now something in your stomach, I can do that. I can help. I love, you know, clothes. I love to help in events. Here we go. Get in contact with Kelly. And also put in your calendar right now. Put in your calendar September 21st. Mm-hmm. Yes, Thursday. And then it's going to be where? The apothecary. And it will be from 5.30 to 8 p.m. Excellent. Please get your tickets. And again, where can they find you? When the people can find you? There is a website on our website. There's a place to donate now. And we appreciate anything and everything and also volunteer opportunities as well. Um, And if you aren't seeing what you want, then just contact me. I gave you my uh, email earlier. It's klauer at thewhitecanefoundation.org. Kelly, thank you so much. Thank you, Denora. I really appreciate it. Well, that is all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much. You know, Kelly Lauer, Executive Director of the White Cane Foundation. Thank you for coming and sharing your experiences and the great work that the White Cane Foundation is doing here in Lincoln. So excited. Thank you. (laughs) So please... um, People, I will ask you then to stay in KCUM. It was an honor, like always, be part of this show. Uh, Thank you for listening. Chaos Collective Radio on KCUM 89.3 FM, Lincoln, and KCUM HD, Lincoln's community edition of Chaos Collective Radio. And keep listening to KCUM 89.3 Lincoln and KCUM HD. Coming up next, Democracy Now! Take care and have a great week. Adios. (laughs) 